My name is Lex Jorgen, and as always, I'm flanked by Matt Ralston. Matt won the gay redhead male vote in Iowa. It's a true credit to his ground game. How was your ground game in Iowa, by the way, Matt? Ground and pound, you know. <laughs> nice. This week's show is sponsored by that creepy prosecutor dude in the Stephen Avery trial in Wisconsin, Ken Kratz. <laughs> God damn, you just knew that guy was into something weird. If you wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter at Last Men Podcast or on Facebook also at Last Men Podcast. All right, on to the show. Uh, Matt, let me ask you, you've been accused by many uh, of your former lovers of, uh, bottom ass play. <laughs> uh, Kanye West this past week, I don't, first of all, I don't know why rappers pick Twitter battles. It's the most annoying thing because you take people who are not gifted with, uh, short terse sentences to begin with and not that smart. They get in Twitter battles, uh, and they always seem to lose. Kanye West decided to pick on Wiz Khalifa for having a baby with Amber Rose, who he called the slut, which by the way, she owns that term. Um, so she fired back with the best weapon that was possibly ever, ever invented in the male female battle. And she accused Kanye of loving ass play, loving her fingers up his ass when they were, when they were together. Yes. And, uh, Kanye completely folded within like, <laughs> within 24 hours, Kanye completely folded and apologized to everybody, everybody completely possible. Is there any char, is there any way to defend yourself against an ass play charge by a former girlfriend? Well, I don't know if you're into it. I, I don't know if I would really care that much. You know, I mean, it seems pretty obvious that that's something that they were into. You know, she liked fingering his, his asshole. Um, so, you but know, if you're in like a super masculine profession, like rap or f- sports or something like that. And you're like your girlfriend starts talking about like shit, she shoved your ass. Isn't that the end of the game right there? Yeah. I mean, it's, I guess it's hard to recover if, yeah, if you're sort of in a homophobic type or whatever, they say that doesn't make you gay, but I don't know. You just start going with a dildo. I got a few questions for you. Uh, <laughs> and ask her to use a deep man voice when she's <laughs> flowering you with a tool up your ass. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He clearly is into it because it just seemed like he would have a little more tact, assuming that he doesn't want to seem guilty of this. Why would you just shut up right away? Because it's so obvious that, that that's what you did. Well, there are no officially. This is like uh, the rap game is like Russia, right? There officially are no gay men in rap. Is that true? Right. Yeah. There's never been a gay rapper. And so she knew. So so whether or not it's true, and I'm assuming it is true, Amber Rose knows that. So she she wasn't going to beat around the bush and go back and forth twenty times. She just said, "Ass fingers up your ass." That was her smoking gun. <laughs> that yeah. was it. And like then he quit. He apologized to her. He apologized to Wiz Khalifa. He, Set up like a, a college fund for their child who will never go to college. <laughs> Kim Kardashian went out there with like a fruit basket and apologized to everybody. Yeah. Uh, it was like, the it was kind of brilliant. I mean, you you met Amber Rose at the Slut Walk, right? It was kind of a brilliant move on her part, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was actually kind of funny. You know, she had she had that and she and she used that card. Uh, yeah, she was at the Slut Walk, which I attended, um, bragging about being a slut. There were several confused young people in the audience not understanding why they were there or how they got place there how they woke up there um yeah she you know and then she brought out bonnie rotten who's like this porn star that does like triple anal and she's like disgusting and like mm, obviously was abused anal. as a child and it's like oh so you know who loves triple anal you're a hero kanye, oh, kanye, kanye yeah of course yeah. it all kanye west is like the most insecure person but he's like a he's like a pompous ass I mean, he would be he would fight with whatever for 20 years you'd go on with a fight for 20 years but the minute ass play came up it was like <laughs> i'd never seen a guy like you could have shot like his his brother or someone else like that the fight would have gone on yeah he just he just folded now isn't uh amber rose we make fun of her in the slut walk and this owning the slut title but didn't that help her in this case because the fact that she owns the fact that she was like a hooker or stripper and she's a slut and she owns her sexuality and she doesn't care what you say about it yeah that allowed her to say shit like ass play to kanye who does care about it right and 
because he doesn't own his own fucking fingers up the ass, uh, she won. I mean, didn't she prove her own point that her that there's power in, in, in owning your own slutness? I guess. I mean, she certainly didn't have any qualms about putting her finger in someone's <laughs> yes, yes. ass. Um, I don't know, because it is a two-person thing, but I would say maybe it's a little more... You could argue you're kind of just a neutral party if you're just fingering someone's ass as opposed to having someone's finger but if you're your like, ass. Let's say you're the First Lady Michelle Obama and you're fingering Barack's ass, right? <laughs> you can't come out and say that because you can't... She doesn't own her... She doesn't own that shit. Uh, Amber Rose can say that. That's that's her power, right? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so funny? I mean, I think that that's quite possible. And then, like you said, it doesn't make Barack gay necessarily or Muslim. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. I guess this is a power of a completely liberated woman. There's nothing you can say about her. Her sexual, you know, for years, men have demeaned women by their sexuality and the things they do. And in the past, if like a woman said, I stuck my fingers up your ass in India, they'd, they'd beat and rape that woman. Right. And right. the guy would get off scot-free. But because she owns her sexuality and this whatever deviant shit she does, whatever perverse shit she does, and she's not ashamed of it in the least, she then has a power in the relationship, right? Yeah, no. I mean, she is legit in that aspect and and no other aspect of her life. I don't know why anyone's listening to her talking about being a slut. There's plenty of sluts out there. She needs to update her resume. There's actually like attractive sluts, too. I'd I'd much rather listen to an attractive slut. also, doesn't she have those those nasty those fingernails? She those has the Jackie long Joyner, like uh, yeah, the Jackie Joyner cocaine nails or whatever the hell want, they are. You know, that's can't be comfortable. No, no, that's going to scratch your rectum right there. So, <laughs> I you know, if I was Kanye, I just would have continued the fight because it, I just wouldn't have looked. I at least then you can still deny it. He did that thing where he's like, "I don't let nobody down there." Like in that, I don't let nobody in that area. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> like, like what? Who would be down there? Like, what, like who, who does let people down there? Right. That was pretty bad. I, I, I think you know. At the end of the day, we're going to rip on Amber Rose forever. But I think in this case, she actually like she she won this fight. You know, fair and square. She just destroyed Kanye West yeah. in a matter of seconds, and I find, kind of found it kind of brilliant. She doesn't care if uh, someone's finger, if she's fingering someone's. She asshole. still looks like a dude with a shaved head, like some sort of weird, amorphic sure cartoon body. But she, I'm she, sure there's still a, a guy that could embarrass her somehow. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I mean, does she? Does she? I think, people are, I think people are scared of her now. She's like the. She just took down Kanye. Like, in, in, well, some guy was like, "Yo, I had an eight-person gangbang with you and my friends in 1998, and you know, we made you wear an ET mask or something." Well, I remember like, <laughs> you don't think that would? That's kind of hot, actually. Kind of embarrassing. I don't know. I don't think so. People were like calling her a strip. How she was a stripper when she was 16. She's like, I didn't just strip. I hooked, and she like added added things to the story about like, here's what really went down. She like labeled all the nasty shit she did. Right. And uh, I don't think you, I, I feel like you didn't get a lot out of Slut Walk, Matt. Were you not paying attention? There was no point to the Slut Walk <laughs> you were not at paying all. Whatever. <laughs> uh, you're my girl. Uh, whatever you have on me, just keep it to yourself. <laughs> I'm apologizing in advance. It really is the code. There's some code, Matt, right? Where like ex uh, people who slept with each other aren't supposed to talk shit about each other. Like no, the weird you, shit or nasty shit. You they don't did. want that out there. You know, I mean, no one wants to hear that. That's it. So she broke the unwritten code, which makes her even more badass. And, and Kanye likes, I would like to see the list. You know, what's coming next is the list of shit. She stuck up his ass. That's what's <laughs> coming next. So you knew that. And Kim Kardashian's like, she's the smart one. She's like, Kanye, get the out there and that Kanye likes getting pegged. Just explains so much. He's oozing false confidence. His music blows, by the way. It's like the only reason that anyone's listening to it is that he claims it's good. And stupid people are like, well, it must be good. This guy said it was good and he seems to believe in himself um so i just go i i i what do you think i go with the old assumption that guys who wear leather pants are taking up the ass is that pretty much safe to say i think so yeah okay good next topic go 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 go
Uh, Matt, I know you like Helen Mirren. She's an older lady. She's slender. She's very British, and that's sort of your type. 60, <laughs> 65 plus and, and wafish thin. Uh, she's doing some stupid ad. For the, you know, the Super Bowl comes out with all these ads, and everyone wants to see the ads are in the Super Bowl. And so a few years ago, they started putting out the ads like a week before the Super Bowl to get even more free hype for their ads, which is pretty smart. Budweiser's mm. putting out a big ad for the Super Bowl where they have Helen Mirren, British actress Helen Mirren, who used to have amazing tits, by the way, back in the day. Not, not much is known about that. Um, not amongst the younger generation. No, exactly. That's for me and my, me and my grandpa used to whack <laughs> off to that. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, she's doing a Budweiser ad where she's telling, you know, people that they're assholes if they drink and drive essentially, which is, would be an amazing commercial, I suppose, if it wasn't the fact that it was sponsored by Budweiser and Budweiser seems completely disingenuous and yeah. all these liquor companies talk about Heineken, all these other ones are like putting these ads out telling you like, don't be buzzed, don't drink too much. The girls, <laughs> Chicks dig dudes who don't drink a lot and put the beer down, all that kind of stuff. Right. I mean, the government makes them do a lot of this shit, and they have to do these anti-drinking commercials. But isn't this just the most completely disingenuous thing ever to have a liquor company telling you to drink less liquor? Yeah, it's stupid. I mean, the whole point of drinking is to get drunk. Like, no one would ever drink if it didn't get you drunk. No. Getting drunk is fun. Uh, some people have a I love, problem I'm with fucking it. drunk right now. I love it. <laughs> it's great. It's a great way to spend your time, especially during the Super Bowl. If you're sober during the Super Bowl, fuck you. Uh but yeah, I mean, I don't get the thing of advertising to people that don't really use your product. That doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. Or that people like, first of all, no one's going to listen to the commercial, right? No one's going to go like, oh, fucking Helen Mirren, and Budweiser doesn't want me to drink. I'm going to drink less. You know, well, yeah. Budweiser's at two ninety nine a six pack for, for a Super Bowl sale yeah. and advertising all over the Super Bowl and like telling you to drink more Budweiser. The whole thing is obviously it, it's idiotic and it's pointless, but isn't it really just even more so the fact that liquor companies are in the business of getting people wasted? Yeah, that's how they make their money. So the government either needs to say like that's not cool and people shouldn't get wasted, which would be a horrible. Thing. They tried that; it was called prohibition, didn't work. <laughs> or just stop making liquor companies pretend that they're telling you to drink less liquor. It just all it does yeah. is like the, your brain on drugs thing. It just makes me want to try more drugs. I want to drink more when I see the commercial. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things. I mean, maybe people are more like privy to advertising. So they're like, uh, we, you know, if you just tell us to drink a lot of beer, it's like, oh, we're on to you. But that's not the case. People are stupid. They're very susceptible to advertising. So if you just show some nice tits and a Budweiser, people are there's dudes that will just buy it based on that. You subliminally, it's in their mind. Tits. Um, and then, if you showed a girl with nice tits telling you to drink less, if a girl with nice tits, in reality, if a girl with nice tits told you to drink less, you'd probably drink less. But well, in a commercial, that's not going to fly. Your it? average guy that drinks, if he's trying to hit on women that he doesn't know should drink less. Actually, women find it uh, perturbing when you're wasted. You don't seem stable, uh, which is what I always tell my friends when they want to meet chicks, but it, they don't listen because they're guys. Because yeah. um, men have been getting wasted for 10,000 years. Yeah. Like the first liquor was the first thing we invented, right? The minute we could make liquor, we invented liquor and got wasted. Yeah, yeah. And then, and, we, then we had sex with fat chicks. But we're also, society is becoming so pussified now that it's like, oh, what are you, some drunk guy it's like well yeah i mean why else would you be it's like the the dos Equis guys like i don't always drink beer but when i do drink beer i drink dos Equis. it's like well then i don't really trust Doka, dos Equis. i want the guy that's drinking like a, yes. a 12 pack yes. a day telling me what kind yes. of beer to drink where's, where's juan drinking drink like two, the borracho in the street i want that dude telling yeah. me to drink like a 12 pack two beers a month like well you're just not very discerning you don't even know anything about beer why no. am i listening to if you? you want something sweet go get a milkshake that's what i say this yeah. is the point of opening a beer is to get is to get is to have a second beer yeah, it's not good. You have no. to get, it takes you like three years to even get like inoculated to it before it tastes normal. Remember the first time you drank beer? It's disgusting. 
And also the, the American beer in particular, Budweiser, they make a very like a very watered down beer. Yeah. So you intentionally drink a lot more of it, and they show you like you know if you go to Europe and stuff where they have the heavier beers, they don't show guys like playing softball and drinking beer or like engaging in soccer and having a, a beer at halftime. It's like that's something you do with a meal or something late at night or something like that when you're ready to like end the day. Here it's like all right, let's have a you know we're, we're playing we're playing the corporate softball game. Let's just down a six pack, right. which you can totally do because it doesn't even get you that drunk. So the whole thing is a bit imbibing as much as humanly They don't possible. do like a lot of keg stands and beer bongs and no. For first of all, it costs you a thousand dollars just to do it. <laughs> and it'd be warm, and it'd also be warm. I mean, we chill, we make our beer watered down, and then we chill it. Yeah. So it's intentionally meant to chug. It's, it's so meant good. to be refreshing. To it's like, amazing. When I smell a Budweiser out of the keg, I just I just get a boner. It's, oh my god! It's, like it's like something you have at the beach. You have it like it's in lieu of a lemonade, basically, or something right. like that. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. I hate I hate when like they, uh, the government makes people advertise shit that isn't going to work. They do the same thing with cigarettes. They tell the kids not to smoke under eighteen and stuff like that. And all it does is like go, oh, you're fifteen. I'll go. Oh, that looks pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like which is it? Do you want them to advertise or not? Clearly, you want the advertising money, and you know. But at the same time, it's like, well, don't be honest about your product. You know. I mean. I don't know. I feel like they should be able to say, like, drink wild turkey. Like, it gets you really fucked up. It's super fun. Get loaded and get your shotgun and go go shoot some shit. Yeah. And isn't and by the way, I mean, drunk driving's come a long way, too, in the last 30, 40 years. I mean, I guess 40 years ago, nobody cared about it that much. But nowadays, you go to jail for a long time. It's a really expensive proposition. And people pretty much know at this point, if you're going to drink and drive, it's a very dangerous, dangerous thing to do. Yeah. Well, drinking and driving also, I mean, in terms of, like, how dangerous it is, it's obviously pretty dangerous if you're wasted. But... You know, it, it's pretty convenient that it makes a lot of money for the state. And this is like the one issue that they latch on to and they show like the dead kids on the side of the road. But, you know, they don't do that with eating and driving or old people and driving. I mean, you know, you could you could have a buzz going and be totally fine to drive. But, you know, unfortunately, did, uh, did kids get did kids uh, drink and driving and die in your high school when you're in high school and they had a big ceremony or something? They do it at every high school. No. And we drank and drove a lot. <laughs> That never happened. It happened in our high school. All I remember is we went to the ceremony. It was really sad. And then we got drunk afterwards. <laughs> it was just, you can't stop young guys from drinking. That's just going to happen. Now, uh, you know, I mean, Helen Mirren telling you to be like, you're an asshole is not going to do anything. So just stop it. If they could just make the beer a little cheaper, that'd be the best thing ever. All right, uh, Matt, let me ask you. Um, you are not an athlete of any kind or measure, um, but I know you enjoy watching boys wrestle. <laughs> um, I think you and I have discussed wrestling before. Wrestling is perhaps the gayest sport ever invented uh, on the planet, and there's a lot of gay sports. There's soft sports. There's a feminist sports. Wrestling is truly the gayest sport ever. There are four kids in uh, high school uh, varsity wrestlers in Oklahoma, Norman, Oklahoma, where wrestling is huge, by the way, in those states. That's one of the main sports at high schools. And apparently the boys got a little carried away after the wrestling match, as boys will do, and they raped a few of the junior varsity freshmen on the, on the back of the bus. Good clean fun. Yeah. It's unclear if they use their dicks or they use, you know, objects. Probably, ob- <laughs> I'm guessing objects. This is like on the team bus, by the way. Uh, this is not like in the back of some uh, you know hobo greyhound. Yeah, or like that. it'd almost be like fucking on the airplane. Like it's very hard to pull off. It's not only hard to pull off, but like I think the coaches, the drivers on there. There's like you know the whole team. Everyone knows basically. You can't hide this, and you're raping the kids, assuming they're crying or screaming. And I'm guessing this kind of stuff goes on a lot because it's wrestling and it doesn't seem gay to them. Right. Uh, and the boys may face some charges. Who knows? Is Oklahoma somebody gets swept under the rug? Uh, is this not just another confirmation that wrestling needs to be removed from the face of the, <laughs> this earth? Unless they're like you're attacked by a bear in the wilderness and you must wrestle it. Yeah. There's really no reason to get sweaty with another man in a singlet and uh, grab each other's crotch areas. Is there? No, I'm trying to think of the benefits of it. Um, chicks think it's lame. 
your ears get all fucked up. So you get the cauliflower you ears. Like a weirdo the rest of your life. Um, you have to starve yourself. The effort involved is horrendous. And there's not much upside. I mean, it's not like professional uh, basketball where you are a high school player and then you become a professional basketball player. That means that you're in like the WWE. Yes. There is no professional wrestling of the traditional sort. No, it's not real wrestling. It's just acting. And a lot of those guys come out of other sports or just bodybuilders or whatever. So, I mean, you could go to college maybe, but it's like you could also just spend those three hours sweating around on the ground with disgusting hairy men and fucking study i mean we talk about it, there's been reports there have been incidents where guys have gotten stds from other guys that are wrestling and herpes they've you you talked about the guy who was like arrested for assault because he stuck his finger up some dudes at you know it's yeah i rect- mean it's rectum, rectum uh, attacks it's called the like- butt drag and it's <laughs> unclear i mean i guess you can you can ask without a grinder you can, dra- think, you can do something to the cheek but you can't it's kind of like a low blow or something you can't go colon- full colonoscopy yeah this guy got convicted he didn't go to jail but he got, he did get convicted of sexual assault because in a match look i mean if you're you're in the heat of battle you know the guy's assholes right in front of your face because that's apparently normal in the sport you may as well go for it in my opinion. yeah but this isn't revenant right this is not you try to survive the you know <laughs> it's kill or be killed this is like a high school match with a guy with a striped uniform and a, and a whistle and like sort of some other dudes yelling at you to like tackle some dude or something like that and you're all sweaty and it's just isn't this i mean this is bizarre old anything that came from greece seems to me should be stopped immediately yeah um it was clearly gay this is like the, this is like just the worst gay cover sport ever isn't well, it well the greeks were gay they were all like fucking each other well they believed you stick your dick where your dick goes and you have yourself a good time well, they had little man boy servants um well they tried to keep the women clean right so this is but, but this is 2016 it, it, if you had a son god forbid you had sex with a woman and you had a son one day and you wanted to wrestle what would you tell him I I wrestled actually when I was like I just waited for the story to come out third or fourth grade no 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 second whatever it was second yeah that was when the the old bearded man was paying you guys a dollar to wrestle behind the uh, yeah I don't know the how alley. I got it actually it's something that all kids did and then everyone just outgrew it <laughs> no one else well did you really tackle each other you do like the, we used to call it very politically correct kill the queer yeah and uh, then I think it became something something else when we became more enlightened it was kill the carrier or whatever it was. And some guy had a ball and everyone just gang tackled the dude. But yeah, you're right. By about the age of eight or nine, it was like after, after you start, after your balls dropped, you realize this is not something you should be participating in. Yeah. You know what I realized is if they had a, they don't have a women's version of that or a girl's, I should say, like Wrestling? in high school, no. that would be pretty great. Yeah, but you, you're you're imagining like hot Victoria's Secret models wrestling. Yes, you'd have to think about the girls who would come out for wrestling. That'd be the stocky, the smart ones. Be less, it'd be far less great. I, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the odd thing. These guys on the back of the bus probably were not like raping these kids sexually. Like they probably were not getting some sexual joy out of it. It was just part of some ritual, some wrestling ritualistic, you know, team thing. Right. Which is where you just norm, normally every year on the team bus, they just grab the freshmen and shove broomsticks up their ass. Right. And everyone goes, yay, that's his bonding, right? <laughs> this is like the stuff done in the name of male bonding is pretty in much a, always gay. Well, in a it? gay sport, it's not like they do that on the basketball team. <laughs> uh, there's some there's a lot of like I don't know I remember guys in the Navy and doing the Navy and all those sorts of shit a lot of these like, these are bonding, all gay things a lot of these bonding rituals are like they're, they're, oh we, we got a guy naked and taped him to the top of the, the, the boiler room I'm like oh okay that sounds, yeah, yeah. That, sounds that sounds really straight yeah. uh, let's go let's go kill some Arabs now because we just gotta forget about what happened in the boiler room yeah, there's, it's all super gay. There's a lot of the fraternity rushing stuff all that stuff it's all pretty kind of gay stuff there, the should way, be, there should be women involved in these events shouldn't there 
Yeah. Once, guy, once guys get alone. Dude, the, and- the straighter you're trying to seem, essentially, the gayer you are. You ever go to, like, the Abbey down in West Hollywood in Boys Town? You know, you'll, you'll meet all kinds of chicks there because they're like, this guy is definitely not gay because he's here. What, if you're questioning, why would you be here, really? You know? Right. It's and then we're best. talking about hair product. <laughs> That's too bad. Well, this is, a, I mean, I don't know. I, the president, I guess, can't, like, outlaw wrestling, but at some point, because he is pro-gay, but at some point they really got to stop this shit because a 12-year-old, 14-year-old kids are getting sodomized in the back of team bus. Yeah. That's probably time to end the sport. Play baseball. Yeah. <laughs> there, is, there is less ass rape than baseball. <laughs> Uh, Matt, the SAG Awards took place this past week, and unlike the Oscars, which are white and racist and horrible clan, a clan-related activity, the SAG Awards gave out a lot of uh, awards to black actors, black actresses, black directors, and they're not even eligible for the SAG Awards. They were just giving out just as many awards to black people as they could possibly find. <laughs> like dragging black people in. Oprah got something. I don't know. Every famous black person got something. Bill Russell came by, won an award. I don't know. <laughs> Just whatever they could find. It was like, obviously, there seemed to be at least a reaction, immediate reaction to the, what has happened with the Oscar so white thing. Um, and all the black actors that won made a big speech about Idris Elba won and said, this is like, this is what diversity looks like. Uh, and of course, he just meant black because still the Chinese people get no award. They get no awards. Right. Latinos didn't do so well either. So I say diversity means more black actors like himself. <laughs> um, is this what we're going to see now with the uh, the Oscars still like several weeks away? Now the Oscars fucked up. They have all white actors and actresses, so they're screwed. Is what we're going to see like with every award show now just passing as many uh, awards to black people as possible before then and sticking in the Oscars' face? Yeah, I, I would think there will be some kind of response to it. I mean, well, you know, Chris Rock is the host, and he's he's black. He um, is indeed. He is he is black. I would assume they might black up the produ- the presenters a little bit. More black presenters, yeah, okay. um, and maybe more black people. They a little actually, hip hop number, maybe musical number. Oh yeah, I could see a little. Uh, you know. Uh, what's what the you, awful band with Fergie? Um, <laughs> some black eyed peas. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure how black the black-eyed peas actually are. Well, they have black. They're more peas, the... more peas than black. <laughs> I'm not sure Apple the app is all that black, but you may be right. So yeah, more maybe more black people seated towards the front as opposed to in the back. Better well, and the extras that they hire to fill the seats when people get up to get wasted or go more black extras. More yeah. black extras. What about uh, grape soda? You think they'll have grape soda? That's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> just, just checking where you're going with this. I mean, they might have you know a little extra uh, Ciroc or Hennessy or something. What like about that. white actors uh, winning awards and apologizing for being white? Will we see that? I predict that might a shout happen. out like some Black Panther si- signs uh, given up by the white actors. It might happen once or twice, like you know some bullshit about we're moving forward and uh, hope and change and some shit like that. I could yeah. see. Yeah. What about a white actor wearing blackface and accepting the award? I don't think that would happen. <laughs> the Oscars, according to you, the Oscars are going to be fucking horrible. <laughs> the Oscars are always horrible. When would they not be Chris horrible? Chris Rock's going to be good, right? You're going to watch Chris Rock because that's always going to be this funny. This is like a dream come true for Chris oh, Rock because yeah. all he race. does is make racial jokes about race and talk about race. And now he's a black guy, a room full of guilty white people. They're, first of all, they're just going to laugh at everything he says. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, this is, he couldn't ask for a better gig. He's a good, I think he, I think he presents good satire and race in Hollywood. He actually wrote an essay last year in The Hollywood Reporter, which I thought was one of the better things ever written by a black person about racial issues in Hollywood. Right. It was very even, very even keeled from a guy who actually has experience in the business. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me ask you that the Academy, so the uh, Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, uh, Motion Picture Academy, decided they're going to get rid of, they're going to diversify, which is going to more black people, they're going to diversify up the Academy ranks so this never happens again. 
But to do that, they got to kick out some people out of the academy. And apparently the people they're kicking out are old white people, basically. <laughs> and uh, a woman who wrote, a screenwriter who wrote 9 to 5 back 35 years ago, big movie. One of the biggest movies of the 80s, actually. Uh, she's being pushed out. And the academy made a big mistake because she is not only a woman and an older woman, she's also a lesbian. Uh, so they kicked out an old, they kicked out an old, old, old lesbian lady out of the academy to make way for the for the black diversity. Oh. And she wrote a big open letter saying how this is a travesty and you guys are a bunch of cowards. There's really no way for the academy to win at this point, is there? When you start playing this reverse discrimination game, yeah, I mean, I, you're not going to kick out the old white dudes because they actually kind of run the thing. Yes, so right? which is part of the complaint, but it's also true. And, so uh, the lesbians, the old lesbians are getting booted. Yeah, it's it's really a. a a no-win, such a double-edged sword type of situation. I mean, you know, I don't know if anyone's mentioned they could just add more people to the thing. This isn't Congress. It's really not fucking <laughs> serious or important in any way. Well, I think they think if they add too many, they'll just be like, first of all, they will just, they won't get as much impact. They want immediate black impact in the academy, right? So they Kevin want to add Hart. like... They have Kevin Hart. Remember when they put Kevin Hart in the academy? Because <laughs> yes. that was like preemptively. I guess they were insecure. So they were like, well, this should, you know, tie everyone over. <laughs> I don't Hart. want to bring it up, but, I, but black people don't vote a lot. Is there a possible black people won't vote? They won't get the vote out? I don't think a lot of black people in Hollywood care about being in the academy. Like Ice Cube is like, I don't care. It's stupid. I mean, Ice Cube's directed a bunch of movies. He could obviously be in the academy if he wants to. He doesn't fucking want to. And also those uh, black actors, traditionally black filmmakers, have done pretty well at the academy the last 20, 30 years or so. So yeah, they're kind of doing all. They're kind of doing all right. Enjoy Even the- with like horrible movies, yeah. like uh, Precious is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. That's like a, a lifetime movie that's bad by yes. lifetime movie standards. Uh, but it did introduce us to that fat girl who's all or you see all around Hollywood now. Yeah, <laughs> she's Precious. really fat. She won. It turns out they're like, win? oh, she's gonna. I remember after Precious, I can't even remember her name now. This is horrible. Chloe but- De Savigny. No, no, that's the ugly white woman. Oh, <laughs> this is the ugly <laughs> black woman. She, yeah, they're like, oh, she won this award, uh, uh, Sidibe. Uh, uh, she won this uh, last time. She won this award. And they're like, oh, now it's going to open up so many roles for her. I'm like, well, now she's a 300 pound black woman. It's just yeah. aren't they going to be that many roles? There's like that's not racism. That's just there's not that much shit for a 300 pound woman. No, she can't. She couldn't even play Michael Jackson in the upcoming Michael Jackson movie. <laughs> they had to get they had to get uh, fines from uh, England, the white guy, to play Michael Jackson. Isn't that play. maybe a case that there's not any racism involved, or at, at the very least, maybe even like kind of. Um, like we're going out of our way to get uh, like black women in there because, like I said, the movie was horrible. She wasn't good in it. She's just fat. No, but that shows you exactly what the uh, how to win an Oscar, right? So this movie we talked about last week, uh, the Birth of a Nation, the Slave Revolt. And right now, I can tell you it's going to be nominated for an it's going to be nominated for an Oscar. Now it's probably a, maybe it's a good film, maybe it's not a great film, it's an okay film. It's gonna that's how you get nominated for an Oscar. Everyone knows what you need to do to get the Oscar nomination, yeah. right? You got to play the afflicted, the civil rights, or whatever else it is. But you got to be precious. The fat girl being pushed down the staircase. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was which really- is the same with white actors too. I mean, you know, DiCaprio might win an Oscar. He just got mauled by a bear. Yes, he you got know, raped. He got, he got high school high school wrestling raped by a bear. Philadelphia, Tom Hanks walking around with AIDS. I mean, yeah. it's all victimization. It's all you know, just uh, sort of like a sadomasochistic. This is, what, this is basically what rich white people think they should be voting for. Yeah. Right. That's exactly what it is. So everyone knows how they're going to win this. This film, Birth of a Nation, will probably sweep the Oscars next year. So this whole thing is kind of a made up bullshit thing. Now, women, I would say in particular, probably black women especially, have a tougher time in Hollywood because there just aren't many roles written for them because they don't do good box office. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, uh, Sidibe, Gabrielle's 
at eBay. I don't know her name's coming back to me. She's so large. <laughs> uh, she's not going to open a film for $300 million, right? She no. can't even fit into a Stormtrooper outfit for Star Wars. That's not going to happen. <laughs> so, you know, look, if she could be in a movie that made a ton of money, she'd have 10 movies. Yeah. The whole thing is uh, green is the only color that matters. Is green the only color that matters in Hollywood, Matt? Yeah, I think so. Are we talking about money now? I thought that's what you were talking okay. about. <laughs> All right, so SAG Awards, you did a great job. Uh, so black. And yeah, by the way, diversity does not mean, as far as I can tell, there's not been a single Asian person ever nominated for anything ever. Uh, and they just don't complain a lot. There's not a lot of, you don't see a lot of Asian complaining, you know. They're actually the least, uh, least represented people in the Writers Guild, I know, probably in SAG as well. There's just very few Asian roles. So uh, how about diversifying that up, Asian people? Come on, moms, get in there. Matt, you have a segment this week, I shit you not. That's a segment where you read exactly one story uh, each week when you're not watching cartoons uh, in the paper. Uh, this, re- this week, I think you Googled the word uh, male rape, and you got the story. That's one of your Google alerts. You got the story of this guy named Yush. I think his name is pronounced Yush, who runs this club of like heterosexual masculine men, male type guys who are these uh, latter day like men's rights organization, which basically means. They can't get laid. They can't get laid, laid on the regular. They're kind of losers, and they want a club just for men to do men stuff. And recently, they even suggested that it would be cool for men to rape women in the privacy of their own home. That should no longer be a crime. Right. And apparently, uh, I don't know if you're in the newsletter, you're on the email chain, whatever it is. But apparently, these guys are meeting in Australia in a giant park in Australia. It's caused a big hullabaloo down under. What do you tell us about Yush? <laughs> I mean, meeting in a park is obviously super gay. That's as gay as wrestling, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, this guy, Yush, Daryush, Dar, Dar um, whatever his name is, uh, he's an American guy, uh, and he just, he started writing books about how to meet women, and, you know, if you're reading a book, you're, you're, yeah, you're already lost. not on the right track. No, you've already lost. At all. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and I think it's a lot of stuff, which actually works, which is like, you know, don't be super nice, um, don't smile a lot, um. I've seen these pickup artist tapes. And they have these seminars. I always have them on Sunset Boulevard. These seminars, like at some uh, one of the hotels, yeah, there were like three hundred guys there learning how to pick up women. And you're right; it's like, yeah, maybe one guy gets helped, and the other two ninety nine are still going home lonely. Yeah, I mean, one again, guy who basically this guy who grew up without buddies or something like that to give him the advice, or a dad to give him the advice. Yeah, it's really sad. I feel sad for the guys. I mean, because I think most of them are just hapless, total ineffectual losers. I don't doubt that there are a few like date rapists uh, sprinkled in there, but <laughs> I would say for the most part, they're harmless. You need someone to be the officers of the group. Yeah, uh, you know, but all these guys they they do get kind of rapey with their advice. Like they're kind of just like uh, don't take don't take no for an answer. Yeah, kind of go yeah. ahead and just take. It yeah, whatever. put your arm, get your arm around their shoulder as fast as possible. Yeah, and shit like, like that. Put when you're watching TV, just grab their head and put it down <laughs> on your dick, <laughs> shit like that. Which is kind of funny if it's your girlfriend, but um, a, real, a normal woman was not going to go for that. Um, That's date rape. I is it? Yeah, I think so. Well, that's only if she doesn't like it. Now, so these guys are all congregating. Like, is there anything? Is there any activity? A group of guys outside of like outside of sports. Is there any group of uh, any activity a group of guys can agree to meet in a park to do that is not super gay? Uh, maybe like frisbee golf or yeah. ultimate frisbee. Anything yeah, some kind frisbee of sport based. thing, maybe when they're out in the open in the sunshine. But if it's sort of woman hating, you yes. know, then it just becomes like super gay because it's just like, why are you so angry, dude? Like, yeah, feminists are annoying, but you don't have to be on Twitter. It's not like you run into them every day. I would think if I hated women and I was like this dude who was like, you know, angry about all this shit, the last thing I want to do is hang around a hundred dudes who feel the same way. Like well, that has to be the it. worst feeling in the world. Like, yeah, you get the brotherhood thing, I guess. 
But then you look around, everyone else go like, "Fuck, I'm I'm part of this group." How well, their whole about? thing is like, we're gonna go cruising for chicks. Like the Yush guy tweeted, like, "Any women want to meet up?" So, hey, you got to look at a numbers standpoint. You're with a hundred other dudes yes. who can't get laid. <laughs> who I don't even know if that's your crew that you want. Like two of them because you normally would want some guys that know what they're doing. Yeah, You'd worst wingman ever. May as well just go by yourself to the Red Lobster, sit at the bar for a while. Now you got a hundred of these guys diluting right. the chick pool who all assume that you're rapists. Right. How is this gonna work? No, it's not gonna work. That's the dumbest. It's the dumbest. Now that you explain. It, I'm, I'm taking my money back. I'm not going to the <laughs> damn seminar. You're right. It doesn't make any sense at all. And these, dudes, I always feel like when you, you sometimes you you read about a group, a political group or a social group, and you think, oh, that kind of makes sense to me. And then you go like to the meeting, yeah. And then you look at the people there and go like, am I really part of this organization? It's just like, am I one of these guys? Oh, I remember going to like a political event one time, and oh yeah, I'm like some speaker, or candidate, or something like that. I'm really excited by this guy. And then you go to the meeting, and you're like. Yeah, I don't want to be part of, yeah. be part of this group anymore. You always regret just meeting people you don't know. It's yeah. it's the worst. Because you're, you're looking at them, they're looking at you like, we're all here for the same reason. Yeah. You know? and imagine that's in a park in Sydney, yeah. and you're there to meet like 300 dudes who hate women and want to talk about how rape should be legalized. And they're just super dandruffy. I bet you there's a huge gamut. Like, I bet you there's a few like neo-Nazi types in there. Probably like some like weird autistic Chinese guy yeah. that's computer genius, and then just like you know again like just straight up rape. rape and, this, and then probably just a bunch of dudes fucking each other in the bushes, right? Yeah, I mean it's it's all pretty gay. Well, because I looked at the site, it's called Return of Kings, which is like it's just something. Yeah, that's not one of the books of the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like, like it, but boring. you're in the wrong. So you might be on the wrong site. All the articles, it's very it's very right wing. You know, it's very Donald Trump. It's very. There was an article on how to do one handed push ups, which uh, I don't think <laughs> you need to read the article. And I guarantee anyone reading him can't do uh, no. one arm push ups. That's not going to help you at all. It's just like cornball. You know, you know who they are? They're like uh, that guy Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Just kind of like they probably want to do kung fu and, yes. and stuff like that. Um, they wear kimonos at home. They do a lot. Of, they do a lot. Of, they shave. They shave themselves ritualistically. They're bringing nothing to the table, and I don't blame Australia for for not letting them in. I don't want them here either. No, apparently Australia's not going to let these guys in. They don't allow. Uh, you're allowed. To, I don't know what the rape laws are in, in Australia, but apparently the female politicians are all up in their arms about it. So, uh, I don't think uh, if I was going to send you to one of these, I think the slut walk was enough for you. This seems like the reverse slut walk. This is guys who haven't been laid in ten years. Oh man, I would love to go to this thing. Actually, no, you don't want to be the guy. You get outed as the guy who has a girlfriend. They're going to fucking rape. They're going to assault and rape you. You'll be like the fucking back of the Norman Oklahoma wrestling bus. That's horrible shit. All right, man. If you can't get laid, just go back to what you used to do. There's, isn't that why we? By the way, is this why they, we invented the internet and internet porn for guys like this? Yeah. Like, they don't have to meet with each other anymore. You could still be, like, this, like, loser dude who can't get laid online by yourself somewhere and not have to admit it to everybody. Yeah. Going out to a club and saying, like, I can't get laid seems like a really bad setup for yourself. Yeah. So what brings you to Sydney? Oh, I, I'm, I'm with this group of people that right. uh, is pro-rape. Yes. I'm not sure if this is better or worse than the guys who go to Thailand for sex tourism. <laughs> Very close. I think it's sold to the same travel agency. All right, men who hate women, just, just quit that shit, man. At least fake it a little better. All right, man, we got an email from Welsh. That just sounds like a fake name if I ever heard one. Um, Charlie Sheen has been going around. I don't know how Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen got back into the news again after like several years of not being in the news, basically because he has AIDS, HIV, um, which is not something you want to come back into the news for necessarily. And then, of course, being Charlie Sheen, he's, he sought out all these like ridiculous like cures for HIV, non-conventional things. Anything, anytime you go to Mexico for medicine, 
I feel like it's not, you got a very bad medical plan. That's yeah. just like not, you look around Mexico. Do people look really healthy and, and, and fit and like, you shouldn't even drink the water. No, it's so like, why would you trust the drug? This goes like actually Mexico even has like, by the way, a higher obesity rates and diabetes rate than the U S it's like the, one of the least healthy countries in the entire world. So if you're going to med- if you're going to Mexico to get your medicinal treatments for your disease, you're probably already mostly dead. Yeah. Um, it's a sort of a desperation thing. And Charlie went there and met this doctor and this, Doctor is going to fill him with arthritic goat's milk. It has to be from an arthritic goat. Mm. Um, they have some sort of enzyme that's going to kill HIV, and Charlie Sheen did it. And apparently it was all great, and he was going to cure himself with this non-conventional thing and by a doctor who wasn't a real doctor. But then it turns out his fucking HIV virus started spiking again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he went back to the, the, the rich guy, uh, big, pharma, big pharma drugs. Uh, Welsh wants to know, is it, I mean, is when guys like Charlie Sheen buy into this, like this sort of uh, spiritualistic new age medicine crap and they die, isn't that a good thing? <laughs> like, should, should we really care that he's doing this? Wouldn't that be a good thing? Wouldn't that be like a great lesson to everybody else that like, remember Charlie Sheen, remember like, remember the main, this would be like, remember Charlie Sheen, that no one does this shit anymore. Right. Doesn't someone actually need to die for the shit to stop? Yeah, I mean, well, it's been going on for a long time. I mean, there's always, you know, doctors that usually, you know, unlike Charlie Sheen, typically the person that goes to a doctor like that is someone that's very desperate on their last legs. So they're, you know, just shots in the dark trying to find something that might work. Or maybe they can't afford the medicine in the U.S. or something like right, that. Right, yeah, they can't afford it or or they're they're just totally on death's door and so they figure why not try it charlie sheen has like access to the best medicine he's got like he has magic johnson level medicine right yeah and so you know him just i think it's just not understanding how medicine works really i mean if the first of all if there's no conspiracy that would be that easy to um perpetrate so if like it'd be the secret secret cure for aids that nobody knows about i don't know i see it on my web i see it on my web pages all the time well, it's goat's milk. I mean, trust me. We, no, that's arthritic goat's milk. We wouldn't have AIDS. Well, if you're taking the goat's milk, you're fucked, dude. This is arthritic goat's milk. Do, do goats get arthritis quite often? I've never I seen it. If, if they've been gay fucking a lot, yeah, they, they do. <laughs> they, they have to, like, throw them down some legs. stairs, or do they have to develop it naturally? I don't know. Is that, do they notice the goats that are arthritic? Do they test them, or just like notice the ones that are kind of moving goats slowly? Goats don't move around that much to begin with. Yeah, they, have a crap, they have a crappy diet, too. Yeah. Yeah. Is this like? Isn't it time for someone to like to do this thing and just die so we can just st- stop this nonsense? It would be and, and funny. Charlie Sheen, wouldn't Charlie Sheen be the perfect? And isn't by the way, Charlie Sheen could take all the Magic Johnson medicine. His HIV would probably linger for the next fifty years until the day he dies. Yeah, it'd be fine. Is this really just a quest for him to get rid of the HIV so he can just have people stop asking him how the fuck he got HIV? I think he's just insane. I mean, this is the guy. Well, there's that too. You know, who was having sex with people without a condom when he had HIV. And I believe his explanation was, I don't like condoms, which kind of works a little bit if you don't have HIV. But yes. once you have HIV, you really cannot use that anymore. Or if you're having high risk sexual and drug activities. Yeah. And you're screwing porn stars who routinely come back HIV positive. Well, I think what happened with him is he got the HIV. And then he um, started having mental breakdown, like I would do if I got HIV. I would be a completely crazy person. I wouldn't be here next week. I would be holed up in my room crying. Yeah. And probably, I would take you to Mexico and find some goats, dude. Yeah, we'd go get some goats. So he'd probably start drinking, yeah, milk, you had a milk and doing goat. all these drugs and stuff. And when you, even if you don't have HIV, when you do that many drugs and, and booze, you know your immune system's going to get pretty fucked up just as it is. 
And so, you know, combine that with HIV. So I think then he was like, oh, this uh, treatment's not working. So he probably is forgetting to take it. And so then he, you know, figured I'll go to Mexico. So that's when you get the doctor that's like, you know, when you need a doctor to tell you not to do something that, you know, you're not supposed to be doing anyway, but you just, when the doctor says it, it holds some credibility. So he's like, Hey man, you need to stop doing all these drugs. And then I think then miraculously his condition improved. And then he drank some goat's milk also. But uh, by the way, when he tells a story about an unlicensed doctor, it's not that hard to get a license. Like if you're an unlicensed doctor, that yeah. just said that's a says that should that's doesn't that doesn't mean you're like more brilliant than everybody else and that science hasn't caught up to you yet. No, that means, means you killed people. That means you, you got you, disbarred. You got yeah, that means you actually killed people from your like your your goat's milk thing. I mean, that's yeah. how you lose your license. The reason you end up in Mexico at a Mexican clinic is because you can't get a license in any real country any longer because yeah. you have some sort of criminal record. This doctor is so insane that he apparently he he said this personally. He took Charlie Sheen's blood and withdrew it and injected it into himself to prove that he wouldn't get HIV from it. I don't want that guy in my house. That guy sounds completely fucking nuts. He does sound nuts, although I, I guarantee you to not do that. It's one of the things where he, <laughs> pretend, he did that thing from the side where it looked like he was injecting oh, himself. a little sleight of hand. Yeah, then he threw the needle away and goes, all right, Charlie, we're bonded for life. Right, right. Charlie's like, I trust you, man, and he's got the needle on the floor or some shit like that. Yeah. He's, not, he's not that dumb. He's got the fucking hair and the beard and shit like that, but he's probably got a nice, probably I, got just, a nice I wouldn't want to broach the issue of like sharing blood just in case no. Sheen got the wrong idea, you know? This seems to me, though, something along the lines, like in the black community, like, you know, we just, just saw straight out of Compton easy like they don't want to admit they have AIDS because it's a gay disease mm-hmm. there's some there's some huge stigma about that I can't help but think Charlie Sheen like sees himself as this ultimate masculine tiger's blood figure yeah and so he not only wants to like control the HIV he wants to get rid of it from his body so that you know he can kind of pretend and stop thinking about and have people asking about the fact start that having fight. unprotected sex again yeah and also the fact that he fucks some dude in the ass i mean he, that's yeah. basically what he wants to get out of his record right and so it's sort of like it seems like he's on a, a sort of sort of vision quest to actually get eliminate hiv from his body mm-hmm. so he can sort of deny that moment in his life when he actually uh did something untoward with a <laughs> with a male a male vet parking attendant or the fuck happened that's an interesting theory i mean i i don't know he yeah, i'm an unlicensed doctor by the way dude. you should he listen might to just me. be one of those dudes i was at my friend's house the other day and he had some bomb it's just some fucking carmex thing on his uh desk and i go what is that he goes oh that cures skin cancer and i just didn't keep talking to him because yeah. I, I didn't want to tell him that he's fucking retarded yeah he, he might just be one of those like earthy people that gets you know tricked into buying shit at whole foods if you take it down to mexico you have a santeria priestess though that might make it cure cancer True. There could be some some people. I don't know. Rich, rich white people seem really particularly stupid to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope to be one one day. <laughs> like if you're going if you're going if you're going south of San Diego for your medicine, you, you, you've already lost. That's all. You know, poor Charlie Sheen. But again, going back to Welsh's email, someone yes, yeah, someone does need to die. I think in, in, in a very high profile way before people realize it. Just do what your fucking doctor in Los Angeles says. That's yeah. really what you should be doing. Charlie Sheen, good luck. And rest in peace. Matt, I know you've been arrested in seven airports before, detained and uh, uh, body cavity search. And I think it was voluntary on your part, right? Almost <laughs> always. <laughs> you demanded. You said, what do I need to do? I have bad luck. With what, do, what, what does the guy got to do running to get, to get an anal cavity search? <laughs> I have a gun. Uh, Black China, uh, who is somebody, she's a stripper, she's a hooker, she's a rap music video dancer, which I think is sort of like you know, hooker, waitress, model, whatever. It's all the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she's one of these new age of girls who's famous for being famous and for fucking famous guys and for having a big fake ass. 
mm-hmm. which isn't so bad, I guess. You know, it doesn't hurt. It hasn't and really. She has weird piercings in her cheeks. She's got weird piercings in her cheeks. She wears a blush. She's a black girl. Wears a blonde wig. She she's had sex with a, you know, a bunch of rappers and. You know, as far as I'm concerned, 2016, that's sort of like your Harvard MBA right there. Yeah. Uh, she deserves whatever she gets. She made it. She's the latest person uh, to get arrested, a celebrity person to get arrested in an airport created disturbance. Now, I don't know about you. We talk about your, your county searches, but no joke. I mean, every time I go through the airport, they're detaining some old lady. They're doing some crazy, you know, if you do anything out of line at an airport now, it's like it's old East German rules, basically. Mm-hmm. They will pull you out and beat you and like you'll never be found again. The TSA takes one thing very seriously. It's not their jobs necessarily, but just a chance to fuck with people and detain them and charge them with 30 years of crime for like trying to sneak razorettes through the, through the scanners. You know, God forbid you bring a water through the scanner. Yeah. It's like they let the dogs loose on you. You know, it's like you're off to the gulag or some shit like that. But celebrities somehow, when they get arrested for being drunk or wasted and try, you know, trying to fucking fly the airplane into a, a tower, uh, they get off with like a slap on the wrist. Black China was uh, drunk and disorderly. She was on ecstasy. Uh, she got pulled off an airplane. She went uh, complete flop down, Gandhi, <laughs> passive resistance. And I don't, by the way, I don't know where hookers learn that. It's somewhere in hooking school, but they all learn at some point, like if the cops grab you just to go limp. Oh, really? Yeah, it's some weird, it's something like, you know, I'm not going to go easy. You have to make a scene out of this and you're going to let me go. Hmm. Like I'm being abused. It's that I'm being abused. Like my civil rights are being abused. Right. So like the minute they get, the police show up, they get grabbed, they drop to the ground and go completely limp. So they have to be dragged out because it creates some sort of like visual, visually stirring moment. Oh. It, yeah. So it look, maybe it looks like you got beat up and then they drive. It looks like you're being a victim of abuse. So you could say like, so when people's cell phone camera videos show up, there's a cop dragging you out by whatever. And then the jury goes, oh my God, what were you doing yeah, to this I'm woman? I'm going to use that next time. That's yeah, pretty no, good. No, you're a little too large. I mean, you'd have to get like a fucking forklift to drag you out there. <laughs> but she got off. Somehow she got off. Rob Kardashian drove 25 hours at his Bentley and picked her up at the airport after this. And they, she was back in LA at the clubs the next night. Uh, isn't there isn't there a TSA airport uh, post nine eleven double standard where uh, celebrities basically get off and and you and me and, and and the white granny who always gets cavity searched aren't, aren't we getting fucked over by airport security? I don't know. I I doubt that there is a double standard. I, I would think those security guys are so vindictive if they find out that you think you're someone important, they'll just try and you know go twice as hard on you. But I would say there's a huge chasm between like Brad Pitt. And like Black China, like I don't, I barely know. The only reason I know who she is is I have to do this stupid fucking thing. But, uh, <laughs> nice. Like I don't know if the guys in uh, in Austin Airport know who Black China is. Well, she told them she because whenever they get arrested, whenever these girls get arrested, these celebrities they always tell the first thing they do is tell the cops who they are. They always, like they they pull out their credentials, which is like I'm uh, I'm on so and so reality show. I was in this music, you know, I'm I'm so and so rapper's music video. Right. Uh, they knew she was somebody famous because people. I mean, first of all, you've seen her; she's very recognizable. If you don't know exactly who she is, right? You know she's different than the crowd. She has like an enormous ass, an enormous rack. She's short. She's black. She's wearing a blonde wig. She got the piercings. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she's she sticks out in a crowd. You kind of know she's somebody. She's she's somebody different, right? Um, she could be a homeless person, but she's you know she's a little. Her clothes are probably a little too nice for that. She holds herself. I used to see her around at like the Hudson, and and she used to uh, she holds her carries herself very oddly. Very. Um, I don't even know if she drinks, but she just kind of stares at people and decides like who has the most money and she can fuck. It's it's very uh, perturbing. That's a good skill, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and she was drunk at the airport because apparently she, one of the people she tried to beat up was a bartender because she claimed he was watering down her drinks. Oh, so, that's when you know you're yes. wasted. Yes. When you're bitching. I've seen that before. When you're bitching at the bartender that he's not, he's not, he's pouring light. 
That's when you know you're. That's when you know. You're I've t- drank at the Austin airport, and uh, by the way, you can get a beer, and then they give you a shot for like a dollar extra or two dollars extra. It's a pretty great deal. They definitely don't water down the drinks. Uh, well, she felt with me. You're not. If you were a, a, a short black female prostitute, you might feel a little differently. <laughs> uh, I, I think that like I, every time I go to the airport, I feel like all eyes are on you. Like they tell you stuff. I forget your belt, and all of a sudden they like put you through the separate line. You know, every time I try to bring my damn laptop through or whatever, they have to like inspect the laptop as if I'm masterminding like a diehard scheme. Yeah, they always find explosives on it. It's like maybe there's something wrong with uh, the method you're using to detect explosives, you fucking morons, because. How many uh, how many businessmen have you checked that you found explosives on their laptop? And yeah, how many exactly. had them? Zero. They've arrested basically nobody essentially at TSA because you know anyone who would go through there just figure out a better way to get through there. If they you had could just put explosives in breast milk. Uh, yeah, and by the way, she got through with her ecstasy. She got through with her ecstasy somehow. That's what I don't get. So I don't. I don't know if they actually did give her treat, special treatment, but she did have E on her two pills, and I don't know if that's a lot, but it is Texas. You would think that she might be in jail. It was in her. It was in her sun. It was in her sunglass case, by the way. Huh. They just if you want to carry drugs to the airport in Texas, just so you know, they don't check sunglass cases. What a fucking idiot! No, what you should do is get, could put some C four in there, perhaps, and then she would have got through. We'll just get some aspirin or some Claritin, and then whatever pills, just put them in with your other pills. Oh, I've done that before. Yeah, yeah, that's an easy one. I've done that before. Not, the one thing you got to remember that like, they have a lot of machinery, but manually they're very lazy. Yeah, so they're not doing, they're not, they're not doing shit. They're not going through like pill by pill. No, and they know better when they see Black China. They know better than to grab her because they know she'll scream. Right. But so she probably got through un, unchecked mostly. I, I just want, I would like to. All I really wanted was her to see her get a beat down. Just a beat down. That's all I'm asking for. I feel like if it was you or I getting drunk on the plane and making threats to people and all sorts of stuff, we would have got a good beating. Yeah. Um, I remember I had a friend. I remember he told me his dad was a cop at one of the stadiums back east. And whenever like someone got drunk and ran on the field or dis- was disorderly, they would take him underneath the stadium and just beat the crap out of him. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> just yeah, yeah. to like just to remind him and tell his friends, like, don't fucking do that here. <laughs> it's just like, you don't like, yes, this is a way too heavy of a beat down for what you did. Right. But we just can't have this shit. Just tell everyone, you know, like, don't fucking run on the field here at Yankee Stadium or whatever. We're going to fucking, <laughs> we're going to bust your kneecap. I don't just blame them. No, just if they would have knocked Black China's head, I would have felt a little better about TSA and all this shit we've been going through for the last 14 years or 15 years. So, all right, no more double standards. I'm tired. I'm tired of like a, a, a black women getting all the advantages over white men. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Where's my Where's my damn white privilege? Why is I down at the airport? That's what I know. Matt, our final segment today: uh, panties in a bunch. What has my panties in a bunch this week? Uh, are the Fine Brothers? Uh, I don't know if you know who the Fine Brothers are. I, in general, don't know who any YouTube stars are. Hmm. Uh, I always see someone labeled as a YouTube star. And then I think I'm just not going to know who the fuck you are because I'll watch I'll watch an occasional video on YouTube. I watch probably a YouTube video every day, but I don't know any YouTube stars right. in particular. Uh, you might as well tell me they're Guatemalan TV sensations. <laughs> um, the Fine Brothers uh, for years have been doing this thing on YouTube um, where they film people watching other videos. It's a rea- called reaction videos or something like that. So they'll get people in a room in a studio and they'll show them videos, not always shocking videos, surprises, just very mundane videos. And then they tape record them, their reactions, their facial reactions, but also things they say. And this sounds like the most idiotic thing fucking ever in the entire world to me. Um, just watching videos on YouTube seems pretty stupid. Watching people watch videos, YouTube videos seems even dumber. Like, for instance, their newest one has older people looking at the Netflix homepage and their reaction to seeing Netflix and how you can get videos on demand. That sounds exciting. Yeah, and all the old people are like, oh, I didn't know I could get... And it's like your grandpa going, like, I didn't know you could get movie. I can watch uh, a movie just by pressing this button. And they're like, and people are like, right, oh, my God, that's so crazy. 
Like, well, no. First of all, that's just mean to old people. Second of all, they're probably acting. Yeah. And third of all, what I noticed, there's like 4 million views on this fucking video. And everyone seems to be enjoying it. Anyhow, these guys, that's, that has to be pissed off. But then double on top of that, these guys tried to go to the copyright office and trademark the reaction shot. They actually wanted to trademark. They would own the rights to show people reacting to videos. Uh, and everyone else would have to pay them if they use that process. Um, and they got turned down, but they lost like a couple million viewers who were, because, you know, internet people, they have love a fucking social war. <laughs> they love, they love a self-righteous war. Like, yeah, I've been watching your shitty videos for seven years, but now you're trying to trademark reaction shots. I'm out of here. Um, can you think of anything dumber or more stupid? And then, again, by the way, this is not like people watching two girls, one cup video reactions or something really shocking. Mm-hmm. You know, grandma's watching two girls, one cup video. I admit I watched that. That was some good shit. Yeah, there's, there's some funny ones. Can you imagine anything stupider than this? And how do they have 14 million viewers? Yeah, it's it's kind of is that sad? I mean, are we, are, we towards the end? are we towards the end here? Yeah, I mean, first of all, you could just go watch an old person. Like, you could just go follow them around at the just store. Just laugh when they fall down or trip and shit? Yeah. Oh, well, she broke like, her hip. <laughs> you know, I go to my parents' house, and, and my dad thinks he's awesome because he, he records basketball games or football games and then he fast forwards through the commercials so he's like i haven't watched a commercial in like 10 years and no one else no one else knows about this yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so he's like the master of it but all that happens is he'll record the game then he'll start fast forwarding through the commercial get up to do something then he'll walk in and the game's over and he sees the score yes and so it's you know that's just how he watches sports apparently uh but people are funny i get that i get that part (laughs) oh people are stupid and funny and they and they don't understand technology yeah but is there anything like we've come to this voyeuristic society where, okay, watching people do things has become like a content category, but watching people do boring things is still, there's those videos where guys watch other people play video games. Yeah. They have huge audiences, like watching other people play video games. Like it's, I don't, I'm not big on video games myself, but I can see the joy in playing video games, but watching other people play video games. It's very like Truman show, right? It's like, and I don't even remember the, moral of that film whatsoever but i think it was like people were so depraved in this kind of dystopian uh world that they just they wanted to watch someone else do something just to feel normal yeah the guy would get stuck with he would get prompted for shit and they'd see how he reacted and stuff like that he, he was the only one not in on the not in on the ruse yeah I mean, you know what i like to do i like to watch you watching the truman show well, this could well <laughs> and every 30 minutes you go like Huh. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh man, that was crazy when Matt said, huh? That I mean, was nuts. I can kind of get, you know, it's kind of cool when they do the little box sometimes with commentary. Like, say you're watching a movie and you had the director down yes. there watching the movie yes. and he's like, well, this is the scene where we rigged up the grizzly bear to fucking come in or whatever. But just regular people doing shit that's not exciting on its face, you know, I don't know. It, it's almost like, like we're trying to make. Like, like people don't know how to act in the world anymore. They're so overwhelmed. So it's like just watching someone do something normal. Like I was at a birthday and they sang happy birthday and, and someone recorded it on an iPhone. And then the person said, Oh, we, I messed up. We got to do it again. <laughs> and I was like, well, this, you can't, this isn't a, a studio. Well, by the way, now, the happy birthday life. song is no longer uh, copyrighted. So you're allowed to do that now <laughs> as many times as you wish before that would cost you like $17. Right. Uh, but you're right. No, people are, are, they're, they're documenting like they're artific- artificializing like life and they're documenting it as real life. And then they're not experiencing real life. It's like a, yeah. like, it's like someone, everyone's just dedicated themselves to building museums or something. It's just like some like, you know, no one's experiencing things anymore. They're not only just experiencing it, they're experiencing other people experiencing it. 
You know what it is? Yeah, it's just very low risk life. It's like life. It's an activity for pussies who don't know how to live life. You know, it's like, yeah, I could go, you know, talk to some old person, see what they're all about. But why don't I just watch this and then I can, you know, click the window when I get sick of it. And meanwhile, I know nothing about anything. I'm just still here in my room. Yeah, by the way, there's a, there's a good version of this. It's called pornography, yeah. uh, where you get to watch other people have sex. There's no smells. <laughs> there's no, you can watch other people have sex. Now, I would not watch, would you watch porn stars watching pornography? That'd be pretty lame, right? That would be real lame. They would take it real seriously and be talking about like their technique. And it's like, yeah. we don't fucking care what you're saying at all. I, honestly, when I saw these videos, I thought, okay, there's going to be like 13 people watch this. It's like 13 million. I was like, who are, like, who is watching other people? Not just do, I can see watching like an action sports guy doing some insane bike trick. Cause you can't do that yourself. Obviously you can't do that yourself. So you're watching some amazing skiing guy, fucking hella skiing or whatever. It's like, and that's cool. But watching people watch the Netflix homepage. I don't get it. I just hey, I can't. either you can watch you can watch Netflix yourself, or you can watch Netflix homepage anytime you like. I just don't. I can't. That one just blows my mind. I mean, even just and then, and then they're trying to trademark. They're trying to trademark the reaction of people to watching the home watching the homepage. Don't you feel bad enough on like your second hour of watching Netflix where you're like, man, I should probably do something. But at yeah. least you're fucking watching. Netflix. You could be watching a show about you know ancient Mayans or whatever. You're probably not, but you could be. You, this this has no value. The, yeah. There's no intrinsic uh, anything that could come from. If it. you want to start watching Netflix, all you got to do is like what they suggest for you to watch based on what you've been watching before, <laughs> and then you realize what a loser they think you are. Right? <laughs> like, you're like, here's because you watch this. Here's some things you might like, and then you look at it and you're like, fuck. What does Netflix think about me? <laughs> like, I, yeah, they must think I'm a fucking total loser. Yeah, look at this shit they're telling me I'd like. You know, it's never some eyebrow shit. You. It's always like some, you know, it's a Donald Duck cartoon. It's the idiot's guide to suicide. Yeah, it's some some very low rent thing or something like that. Like, <laughs> and they're very excited with the exclamation points. This would be perfect for you <laughs> because you're a dumbass who sits on the couch watching crap all day. You'll probably like this crap as well. Just keep watching. I gave I I had this job uh, landscaping in college, and the people that ran the company it was a mom and pop thing, and they're very conservative they're christian and they were a big fan of that movie left behind that's the um the rapture movie starring the guy from family ties or something oh yeah kirk cameron they're like this movie's actually pretty good you should check it out and without thinking i go okay uh well i'll give you a movie too since we're friends now and i gave him um that movie where uh the chick does the double ass dildo and there's the heroin involved yes um, yes i know we talked requiem for a dream jennifer connelly yeah, uh, I don't know the point of that story, but doesn't matter. I felt really bad about it. She's fucking other. They just handed me the movie back and said that was not a good movie, and I never really talked to him again. Did you tell about the Kirk Cameron? How you don't like Kirk Cameron that much? You're not into his movies. And by the way, once you watch it on Netflix, you're going to get all sorts of like Christian. Well, shit Well, I just sent told you. them that I watched it, but I didn't really watch it, so I, I guess I didn't get what they were into. Sometimes I'll, I'll like look up highbrow movies on Netflix just so they start recommending more highbrow stuff. To me so they, don't think poorly, <laughs> they don't think poorly of me. Watch the first two minutes of. I do that on Amazon too because they're always sending me recommendation yeah there was like there's a new there's a new product out you might like it's a fucking ass cream or something like that I'm like well where's my uh where's my stephen hawking's biography that's what i was really looking that's what i was really looking for it's horrible stuff all right dumbass people i don't know who you are i'm sure it's probably people i know watching this stuff watching watching people watching things that are not interesting to watch in the first place is uh, we're just we're fucking right at the end of the society this is like we're coming to a, a bitter end and everyone's yeah. making money off it nobody cares and youtube's promoting it and these guys are now trademarking this shit it's we're, we're 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 we are the last man on earth. We're coming to the very end. Matt, you have something you wish to uh, pimp and promote this week? Uh, no, just find me on mattralston.net and on Twitter at Matthew Ralston. Can we watch you watching your own Twitter feed? 
Maybe you could. I'll read my own stuff and then you, I'll, I'll tweet out my thoughts on. Never mind. Just picture you watching a video of you going ha huh, every thirty minutes and then taking a nap in between. <laughs> it's like it's so uncompelling to me. Uh, for sound engineer Brian, working my laptop. Sweet. This is Lex. Talk to you next week. Last man on Earth. <laughs>